0: The Word will penetrate to bring healing, understanding, correction, rebuke, exhortation in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the Spirit of the Word of God. Let it have a free course to our lives. And for me, I pray that I may make it known the way it ought to be. I thank you for answering our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. How many of us will be very interested to know how God sees them? Because you see, in this life, you can be running. We have just been told on Wednesday that we'll be hearing about running the race. And sometimes, you can be running, but you will not be able to assess how your running is except the lord has mercy on you to show you how you are doing in the race and i'm particularly careful because as i said this scripture i come across many things that makes me know that it is important that you devote your time to the lord So that God would always have time to tell you how you are doing, don't you think so? Because you see, many take it for granted, and if you are taking for or if you take it for granted now, by the time assessment time is due, you would have a shock, and it is better. Not to have a shock on that day. It is better to have a shock now. So basically as we hear the word of God, I pray that your heart will continually be crying to the Lord and say, Lord, you are the perfect seer. Please show me how you see me. And I believe the Holy Spirit will do it. Amen. And so this morning we are touching on be interested in how the Lord sees you. And I'm, I have given that title because I would want it to be individual. be interested in how the Lord sees you. Sometimes the commendations of men can let you be deceived. Don't you think so? Sometimes when everybody else can say the church is doing very well can let us think that we are doing well. But we must seek to find out what God is saying about us. Amen. You must be interested to know how God sees you. In Revelations chapter 3, verse 1 to 6, the Bible said, And to the angel of the church and Sardis write, These things says, or these things says he, he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before me. Remember therefore how you have received and heard, and how, how you have received and held. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and I will not, uh, as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have few names even in studies, who have not defiled their garments, and they, have, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Praise the Lord. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the block, uh, from the book of life. But I will confess his name before my Father and before His angels. Verse six. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Shout a big amen. You know uh, that starting from the verse six, I I I, I was I was troubled a bit. Because you see, when he had mentioned all those things that they apparently were ignorant about concerning their lives, then he comes out to say, if you really have an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying. In other words, God is saying, I leave you with a choice. Sometimes you can be in the church and God will be speaking to you directly and you will not hear. I pray this morning that you may hear in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, he said, he who has an ear, let him hear. If I were you, I would start even crying in my heart right now to say, Lord, what kind of ear do I need? To be able to hear your word and to understand what you seem to be saying to me directly. That's why I said from the beginning that I would like for you rather to hear for yourself. And ask I keep saying, these are the things that God speaks to me, and I'm only sharing with you. This is mine. I am hearing as much as I'm preaching. I want you to know that I am preaching to myself. May you hear. Hallelujah. The one who spoke these things are the one who has the seven spirits of God. It's Jesus. There is no man under the sun who has the seven spirits of God. It is only Jesus who has the seven spirits of God. You know, I was recently thinking in my quiet moment, I was just thinking about... God and how he created the heavens. And I sampled the heavens and the earth, asked myself a few questions. That really threw my mind to let me even know that, listen, man is nothing. You know, in the beginning, God, and he created the heavens and the earth. And I simply somehow, the Holy Spirit with his help, threw the matter to my heart. And I said, where was God standing to create the heavens and the earth? And that moment, when that thing dawned on my heart, all of a sudden, as my mind could reach everywhere, in thinking, I, I burst out and I said, Oh God, uh, you are greater than anything else. Where was this? You see, let me tell you. If you are a man and you want to form some, something, you use those people who use clay to work. What's their name? Sculptures? Potters, okay. Sculpture, potter. We can decide one. Let's take potter. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you notice that the porter takes the ground and he takes the forms something out from the clay? As he does it, he can decide to just bring it back and smash the whole thing and reform it again. And the authority is only in that man who is forming the thing. As I sat down and I look at God, I said, greater is our God and we must fear him and serve him well. So when I hear Jesus say that, I hear the scripture say that the one who is speaking has the seven spirit of God. I want you to wake up and know that it is not church, it's not religion, it's a faith and God is a serious God. In one of my devotions, as I was studying again, I came across a scripture that said that be watchful. And I got stuck in there. And as I proceeded further, he said that it's a serious time. The scripture put it black and white. It's a serious time. And I said, ah, serious time is in the book of uh, Peter. But I, at the right time, when God will have us to say something about it, we will praise the Lord. I, I want your attitude to change. We come into the table of the Lord and I want you to know that it is not business as usual. We are dealing with the living God. Say to the church of studies that these things I say or these things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. Ah. I know your works. Let me tell you. There is no man who knows your works. Praise the Lord. Do you believe that? I can, I can, I can, I can be very, very nice by commending my wife. But I don't know what is inside of her. So when I hear my God say, I know your works, it is something you have to sit down and reason about it. Do you know? The closest person to a man is his wife, isn't it? But do you think the wife can tell everything about a man? Hello? I didn't hear you. you. Do you think the wife can tell everything about a man? But I'm talking about the God who, who said in the Scriptures, I know your works. You must tremble at the statement of the Lord when He says, I know your works. In other words, I know you inside out. When the prophet was gone to anoint one of the sons of Jesse, in fact, every son of Jesse was considered we got to know that he was every one of them was considered it was not so much about david but you see when the man of god saw the first son and thought that he was the right man to do the job and he was about pouring the oil the bible said he said to him hold it don't do it and then he he came and said, As for man, he looks at the outside, but as for me, the Lord, I look at the inside. This morning, in the name of Jesus, I want you to know God knows everything about you. And it's about time you really, really took the matter serious. You see, let me be honest with you. If you are not serious and you even confess you are serious, it's not a problem. But the one who, know, who sees all things knows that you are not serious. I see many things happening. If, if you become a led to the Spirit of the Lord, you will see, even in this country, many people are using pictures, posters, and physical things to deceive many big billboards to show who they are. And in principle, they might not be not. They might not be. Let no man deceive you. So when I hear God say, I know your works. These are statements that are so heavy for my heart. Because somebody you know, like I was saying, the Bible said, he said to him, ha, this man, he's, he's not the one. He's disqualified. In other words, God was saying that he could have qualified, but I said for his heart. And what I saw, I pray, oh God, that in this race we are running, you will pay And if possible, cry every day and say, Lord, how are we doing? Show me how I am standing to give me the opportunity to be able to repent or to make amends. Hallelujah. When was the last time you sat down before the Lord and said, Lord, I have come to pray. But before I go ahead with any intercessions, Lord, would you please show me how I am? If you don't do it, do it. Amen. Is somebody listening to me? You know, let may, me may, may, may be honest with you. I know I may not be the one who will come and always, you are doing well. But please don't neglect what God has put on my life to tell you. Because they will all stand. Hallelujah. I know your works. Everybody, please look up. And would you like to read after I know your works? After works. One, two. Do you want me to be honest with you? I never heard one word from all. I heard is Hallelujah. Would you like to read it clearly? One, two. This sounds better. Hallelujah. Now, I got there and I was asking myself a very simple question. That you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. I said to myself, Lord, Ed, they are alive. It's a question that bothered me. And I'm also, answering, I'm also asking you, who do you think was saying to the church of studies, you are doing well? Who do you think said, you are, your church is alive? Hey, hey who is going to help me out you you lift up your hands and you stand and say it yes papa police guys you have to be fast because everybody would like to hear him from the passage it's uh, Jesus Christ saying that he saying that he, know, uh, he, he knows, knows they, are works, they are works. And then he say we are alive. I'm, I'm trying to find out. You see, Jesus is quoting that you say you are alive. Somebody must have said it. And that's what I want to know. I know that this it, the, the, the confusion is coming from the fact that Jesus is saying this, that, that. that I find. But you see, Listen to the scripture. They say, "I know your works that you have a name. You have a name; that you are alive." Who is talking that they have a name? Please don't 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 let the spirit of God come in. It's not the spirit of God. Yes, Rita. If, 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 we, if we don't pass this one, we are not going forward. Today we will close at 2 o'clock. Uh,
1: the brethren in studies, the
0: church. Well, I, 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 that's correct. But at the same time as well, who tells people, that's a nice church. Are you the one who tells yourself that you have a nice church? Yes. Yo, thank you.
1: Observe
0: us. I mean, let's let's listen. Let's be very honest with us. Let's be very. If all men tell you that you are doing well, isn't it gratifying? Why is everybody not minding me? For two weeks, only. Hallelujah. Oh, but I know that you are sobering listening to the word of God. Now, let's, let's face it. If I said to myself, I'm doing well, does it carry any weight? But if I had somebody tell me, until now, I thank God for your life. You are doing very well. Does it carry the same weight? You see that what somebody says about you will let you feel better. I say to you, the Church of Saddis was being told they were doing well when before the Lord, they still have issues. How I pray that God will open our eyes to see. I said, Lord, what is wrong with Covenant family community church? Lord, what is wrong with Dennis? Lord. Can I see? Can I hear? Can I know? Because if I know, I will repent. But by the way, may I ask you a very simple question? If Jesus had not confronted this matter, what do you think the church would have gone to be saying? We are on our way going to heaven, through of all. Seriously. When Peter was told that man Satan has desired to shift you. No, 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 less, no. Not that one. When Peter was told Jesus said he was going to die and told that he was going to be denied by everyone. What did Peter say? I will not deny you. And the Lord said, hey, don't talk like that. He said, I will talk like that. If everybody even goes, as for me, I won't go. But thanks be to God that Jesus prayed for him that his faith will not fail. In the name of Jesus. Ah. You see, when the thing has not come, most of the time we are confident. And I have found out my life and I'm always begging. Let me tell you something. You will see a true child of God when situations come. And I pray that you will be mindful of these things than anything else. Thank God he spoke to studies. Thank God he gave to the angel of studies for the angel to bring it down to the, to the, to the pastor. And he, as he was preparing his sermon to speak to the congregation to say, Hey, we have a problem. This is how God sees us. But if the message had not come, studies would have been thinking they are standing well. Even Peter, who was so, so, so close to God Himself, he said, I won't deny you. Jesus was so patient. I pray Jesus will be patient with us. Hallelujah. I read some of these things and I'm stuck, and I can only pray. And I begin to see my own life. Anybody that reads the scripture and thinks that the scripture he's reading is for somebody, that person must get down on his knees and say, Lord, I am not alright. Studies is being commended. Seriously. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 18. Somebody with a mic. Somebody with a... can. We, can you? Did you bring a uh, mic to... To the lady pastor for me, somebody, please quickly. Second Corinthians ten eighteen. Second Corinthians ten verse eighteen.
1: For not he who commends himself is approved, Mm. but whom the Lord commends.
0: Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Let's shout a big amen to the word. I heard Sister Rita saying that themselves, I will not rule that one out. I mean, you know, sometimes in churches, churches can even corporately become so proud to say, we are doing very well. And then others would also add to it. But I notice that your own commendation is not good because now from the Scripture's standpoint of view, the Bible says that not you who commend yourself means anything. Your commendation means nothing. So whenever you got up in the morning and you say, Lord, I'm so grateful to you for today. I'm doing very well in you, Lord. I'm so glad that I can do this, I can do that. Okay, that's you. But check with God what He's saying. Because your commendation, you see... If if you look at, if you walk this way, one of the things you would observe is that even if the Lord helped you to do something for somebody and the person just felt that this man saved my life, what you will observe is that even what you did for that person means nothing for you. You will only see yourself as an instrument in the hands of God and would accept that it is God that did it through me. Many of us sometimes can do things, and based on the fact that we have done this, we think that because we have done this, everybody else has been bought by us. No, sir. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will help us to understand some of these things. For not he who commends himself is approved. Hey, God stops. Now, if I hear something like, but whom the Lord commends, that means that God. Now, I can link it up quickly with what we are reading now. You see, they commended themselves or other people commended them, but it meant nothing. When will you sit down and ask the Lord, how do you see me? How am I doing? Do you know that some of us, let me be honest and humble here, I beg you, some of us have already backsliding and we don't even know that we are off track. But you have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost must be able to tell you. The Holy Ghost must say to you, son, you are not standing well at all. Daughter, it's, it's, it's not working. At least when you hear that, you have the chance to say, Lord, I am sorry. There's a certain scripture. I'm still brooding over it. There's some weeks and it will flash into my spirit from time to time. Some people's things are known. What about the others who will be known later? And do you understand that? Meaning that if your sin is not known now for you to repent, when it is revealed in the presence of the Lord, what would you do? What would you do? I think it's in Timothy somewhere. So brethren, this, this race is serious. I wish I could always preach something softer. And I just discovered that he warned me. He said, what I put in your mouth is what you must speak. I must tell you this, I struggle a lot whenever I have to preach a sermon. Because, you see, my other side of me tells me that, don't you think this is too serious? And why are you always preaching like this? And then I will hear a faint one, "Ah, are you always preaching like, is it your word? Who gave you that word to speak? And I said, I hand over my gloves. So I'm begging you, be comfortable with me so that we can go along. How beautiful this will be when all of us on that day, as we are standing, I say, get there, pass. On the road, pass. And then at the other end, all of us would have just said, Oh my God, thanks to you, we have made it. That is my desire. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible says that it's a narrow gate. So allow us to use narrow ways. To describe the matter. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. You found it for me. Would you read the scripture? One, two. Now, if your sins become evident... Before the judgment, don't you have a chance? Hey, I will be like the thief on the cross. When your sin becomes so evident, you have the chance of saying, "My Father, I, I am very sorry," and you will pass. Because if the thief of the cross could confess and enter, but if your sins are not made known to you, but those of Some men follow later. Do you want the later? So now you must begin to pray and ask God, show me how you see me. Shout a big amen. amen. Don't you think it's a good prayer? Shall we all say it together? Say it after me. My Father, in the name of Jesus, please, from today going, Show me how you see me. I ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Number two. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. That they that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before me. Ah. Be ready and be watchful to strengthen. It was quite something to me. Be watchful and strengthen. The things which are remaining. And I was asking, Lord, do they know? Are they aware that you are staying watchful? You know, let me tell you, a child of God, every one of us in this church must wake up and become a watchful person. Hallelujah. I pray that the Holy Spirit will give me understanding to break this down. You see, you you know, when you are not watchful, you can't see. When God wanted to get the attention of Moses for the assignment towards Israel, the people of Israel, when Moses had run away and Moses had found himself as a shepherd boy for his father-in-law, And Moses was living a normal life. And God now ready to send him back to the people of Israel. God had to do something. When you read the book of Exodus, you will come across a very strong statement. When Moses went into the bush and he saw the bush burning two times... He saw the bush burning and okay, the bush is burning. But then the Bible said, Moses said to himself, why is the, the bush burning and the leaves are not consumed? This is really a, a, a strange behavior. It was only when Moses became watchful that God spoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me tell you something. When the Bible says that, thank you very much. the Lord saw, when the Lord saw, when the Lord does not see that you are watchful, you will not hear anything. But the Bible says, when the Lord saw that, he turned aside to look. God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, here I am. Would you, would you go a step further, a step upwards? A step upward. Let's see. Then Moses said. Then Moses said. Listen to this. Then Moses said, "Okay, let's go to the two. Probably it will help us to have a clear understanding." The angel of the Lord appeared into. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flaming fire from the midst of the bush, and he looked. First look. And behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn. Second look. I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn? In other words, why is it the the, the, the the leaves are not consumed? You know, let me tell you, when the Bible talks about what, I plead with you today, a child of God, what is not as easy as you think? It requires commitment. It requires seriousness. It requires the Lord, would you please show me how I am. And when God sees that you are serious, he will tell you. I pray that this will ginger you to be serious to find out. There are many things hanging on many people. And it's blocking them from making a step further in their lives. But they have taken it so lightly. Do you know that when it comes to God, even the little foxes can destroy the vine? When it comes to God, little, little things can really destroy the whole thing. You know, most of us have always assumed that it's really not a big deal. This is a. But as I read from studies and the account, I see that it's not minor so may i say to you don't take the little things for granted amen song of solomon would tell you in chapter chapter 2 verse 15 will tell you the little foxes catch may the lord catch all the little foxes right now in the name of jesus the little foxes around us the little foxes that are causing us to do things and think otherwise the bible says that catch Catch us, the, uh, catch us the foxes. The little foxes. that for the vines. For our vines have tender graves. Amen. I don't want you to divert to that scripture now. But you can pray it in your heart and say, Lord, if there are little foxes around, show me. I'm very much interested in how God sees me. And I place this on you that it becomes your prayer topic in Jesus' name. Do you know that sometimes a man can be backsliding and still doesn't know that he's backsliding? For me, it's a border. Because you see, as much as he's a loving God, he will never overlook that. Switching back to the scripture, because you will come across... In revelations you 'll come across something in the verse two we were reading in the verse three uh-huh, this one he says, "Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die you know sometimes that the, the, the few some have already died, but the few that are hanging around because you see. Because they all need to connect to it. And life must be around you. When one side dies. The other two doesn't have the full strength. So they are also about dying. So he says that. strengthen here. So that life will rise. And all around you shall be full of light. Praise the Lord. Then he says that. For I have not found... Your work's perfect. Hey, that is a big matter. If God has not found my works with everything that I have done, He has not found my works perfect, then we have a big problem. Recently, just before I traveled, in my quiet moment, the Lord brought something up to me, and it was quite a serious matter. The word may. M A Y. I've never seen how magnitude and how strong those words are in the scriptures until I was reading and I was told, Stop here. Look at that word. From that whole chapter, that word. I kept looking and I kept looking. And I realized that as much as there's an assurance, of our faith in the Lord helping us to make it to the other side. There is a big may hanging on everybody's head. Who can tell me the meaning of the word may? Please. Yes, Mama. Or you might make it. That's, that's a good explanation. May perhaps possibly that's what it means. And I was you know, I was studying a scripture. I think it's second Timothy chapter one, verse seventeen and eighteen. Is that what is there? Is that let me second Timothy one. 17 and 18. Okay. Let's go to 18. What is Aka. We will start from verse 15. And I want everybody to help me out to read the scripture. Because, it's, I mean, it, it, for me, it was such a simple scripture. But out of the whole thing I read, the word may jumped up and it gave a big matter to my heart. All right. Can we go one, two? Oh, okay, fine. We have a reader here. Would you please do that for us?
1: Um, this, you know, mm-hmm. that all those in Asia have turned away from me, mm. among whom are Phileus and Hermogenes. Mm-hmm. The Lord grants mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, mm-hmm. for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my change. Mm. But when he arrived in Rome, mm. he sought me out very zealously and found me. Mm. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. Mm. And you know very well how many ways he ministered to me at Ephesus. Amen.
0: Ah, hallelujah! Hey, I said hallelujah. You want me to stop reading? You, better, you know that it won't stop. Hallelujah! I, it's so interesting to me. I do know. Some people have been mentioned as being wicked, deserted the man of God, and then one person comes so godly. He ministers to him. His household is so involved in everything and then i hear paul pray and this he said of course the lord as soon as i saw the lord it was comfortable and i i mean i, I, I thought that it, it should have rather been the lord grant you your seats in heaven don't you think that's how it should have been You are not minding me. You are not understanding. You will understand soon. Hallelujah. Don't you think that the prayer should have been the Lord grant you your seed, the seed that has been remained kept for you for a long time, may the Lord grant it to you. That's why it should have been. But I saw that with all the good credentials that Onesiphos Onesiphos, some of the Bible names I wonder, my mouth is not able to carry them. Onisiferos, and Now she said it very well. Can you mention the name for me? <laughs> Can you mention the name for me again?
1: Onisiferos.
0: Onisiferos. Onisiferos. What is okay? Hallelujah. Now, the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onisiferos. For he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. The brother stood out. But let's go further. But when he arrived in Rome, he sought, out, uh, he sought out very zealously and found me. Meaning that he was not relent at all. He kept pressing on with the faith. So now when we came to 18, the Bible says, The Lord grant to him that he may... So then I said, my God, if there is such a thing as he may, Apostle is saying that with all the good things that you have done, may the Lord grant you extension of mercy or else there will be problems. You don't know how many days this thing took me. Because I took that. I mean, he has all the credentials. Then I realized that it is important that in running the race, please make sure you are running it spotless, blameless. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Apostle could not guarantee for him as much as He had been a good blessing to his life. As much as he has lived the life of faith. As much as... But you see, I'm not saying these things to scare you. Because Jesus said, I mean, of course, in the time of the apostles, a similar thing came up. And then they were talking about it. And Peter, as usual, is said, I who will then be saved. But blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord came out and said, with God, all things are possible. Clap your hands for this truth. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. Praise the Lord. At least God will work it in such a way that you will come to yourself and you'll have the chance, if there is anything hanging, you'll have the chance to repent. Praise the Lord. One of the things that personally in my life I keep asking and I say, Lord, sometimes I can be very confident in my own thing, but I pray that anywhere that I go wrong, I pray that, Lord, you will show me that I may repent. And there's one secret I must tell you. As long as there comes repentance, there's forgiveness with God. Lord, grant to him that he may find mercy. I pray that you and I will find mercy on that day. In the name of Jesus. We must find mercy with God. In fact, this is the ascension of mercy towards us that will do the job for us. Go back to the main scripture, please. one of my famous scriptures remember therefore how you have received and heard hold fast and repent let me say something here you know everybody listening to me hello hello the top hello would you would you look left right whoever is sitting on your left and right and is sleeping, please tell him, the pastor says don't sleep, okay? Just tap them and tell them, pastor says don't sleep. Remember therefore how you have received it is "Seboda," and head. Now, when I read here, for me, I said, Lord, I'm here every Wednesday. I'm here every Sunday. I'm hearing. I began praying that anything that you are saying to me let it not slip. You and I, Sunday school, we're here. Sermons. This morning, Pastor Bimpon was standing here, praying for the church. And somehow, he was so emphatic. The Lord, as your word comes, may we be able to receive it. And as I was listening to that prayer, I said, Lord, yes. Please. It is the only thing that can keep us. Please. And let me tell you something. As long as you keep hearing, as long as you keep receiving, pray that it may have effect on you. People sit in this church. They become bitter about other people. And they never would say, I give up. After many sermons, they would say, no, 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 no. I say, no. And yet you are hearing. Hey, Ponyole. Hallelujah. You know, if, okay, I hear you, Lord. It's better for you not to come to this communion when you have wickedness in your heart. And as I am speaking on behalf of the Lord, that you are even being reminded. You have to repent. And when you have repented and eaten the communion, When you go back, make sure that you don't carry the same uniform. Hallelujah. I know this is what the Spirit of the Lord wanted me to say to you. Search within your heart right now, don't take it for granted. Don't think that it's business as usual. Lord, would you show me the way I am right now? And if there's somebody who's a problem in your life, would you let go? And after, make the effort. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I must say this. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if anyone will not watch you remember I spoke to you about that. I will come upon him as a thief, and I will not and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. These are very serious statements. Who was God talking to? Remind me one more time. Who was God talking to? Why am I not hearing? Fine, yes even for the moment forget about sadness. Who was God talking to? The church. The church. It was the sermon was not to unbelievers. It was to the household of faith. Today, one of the, one of the, one of the preachings that are going around is that one saved, forever save. Even charismatic and Pentecostals that God has graciously given the Holy Ghost to understanding of the scripture, we too have joined them to say, one save forever save. May the Lord blot out this. How can that be possible? Jesus means business. Jesus wants everyone to stay closer to him. Jesus wants people to know that there is no death, Therefore, there cannot be darkness in you. Hallelujah. Let's begin to examine our own selves and say, Lord, please help me. In fact, even if there is any darkness that I don't seem to be stumbling upon, my heart is so broken that please take care of it to make me presentable. Amen. I will come upon you as a thief and, I, and you will not know what hour I will come. That's quite serious. It's quite serious. If the church is being told, what makes anybody think to think that? Yeah, that is sadist, but not us. One of the scriptures that of late has been such a tremendous blessing to my life. It has made me become very careful. And in fact, there's a summary of what I'm what I'm even preaching. It's Corinthians chapter four, verse five. I I I, this scripture I don't know, but I pray that it will be everything in your heart. Hallelujah. Every one of us say a big amen. Amen. At least to let me know you are following. Would you like to read the scripture on the board? One, two. Many of us are living in the days when we think that every praise of God has already come upon us. Many of us are living in a time when we think that, oh, we are in the flow. Especially singers. When they can sing one or two songs, they think that the poor praise of God had come. If God had not anointed me, I will not be able to sing like this. May I tell you that that one is temporal. Hallelujah. Whatever you can do that makes people give applause is temporal. It has not life, long lifespan. It won't stand. And so it's about time you came down. Most people want at National national theater. Most people think that once I can get to national theater and any time that it is me coming to sing, Ah, the crowd will gather. May I tell you that the crowd can gather, but God may not gather. The thing I fear most, and I must tell you this, this is for Dennis, I fear most is for everybody else to tell me I'm doing well, but not God not saying anything. The young men are coming up. They sit in the choir. They've been there for two years, three years. They are doing very well. God shows them mercy. And then they are climbing up uh, gradually. They get to the point, they feel that... You know something, uh, this congregation is too small for me. I cannot be under any authority. Therefore, I must go solo in the world for everybody. And of course, you go and the whole world, unbelievers, everybody gather together. They sing and dance for you and say, this brother is so good and it makes you feel that you are wonderful. Repent! You don't know what you're doing. You don't understand what you're doing. Many people think that, you know, one day somebody came here and he said, you know, I've been here twice. And any time I came, you fired the word of God in such a way that I think you must go to the national radio. I said, no, sir, if he tells me I will go. In any case, I don't know what you are talking about. Because I fear. When a man promotes himself, he hasn't received recommendations from God. I want in the quiet moment." To hear, Dennis, watch out this road. Dennis, watch your language. Dennis, watch how you are sleeping. Dennis, you don't have time for me. Dennis, you are backsliding. I want to hear that in my quiet moment. But I notice that God doesn't commend so easily. I have found out that he doesn't commend so easily. If God was commending, I, I, I tell you, John the Baptist and all of these people, when some of them were being roasted, that God should have come to, to encourage them to say, I know all the things that are happening, you'll be of good cheer, you see, no problem. God didn't, He would just go, get up and go and speak my word. If you're somebody who studies Scripture, you will find out that God doesn't commence so easily because it will make your head big and you will lose your salvation. So, may I say to you, whatever that you are doing that seems to be getting applause of men, go and cry in your closet and say, No, Lord, especially when it is affecting your life. Won't you say, Amen? At least it may establish, So shall it be. Hallelujah. As I read scriptures, James, I fear. I mean, I, I must confess, I, I, I said, Lord, is this also in your Bible? See what God says. Therefore, judge nothing before it's time. We know judgment is not only for the wrong. Judgment can be for the right. So, he says that judge nothing before it's time. Until the Lord comes who will both bring to to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsel of the heart. That thing is a serious, there are things that go on in the heart. It can only come out on that day. So when I have commended you, and everybody has commended you, it doesn't mean a thing. That's why I am just... You know, you become flesh, and so sometimes you just. Ah, but I, I want to do everything to my flesh. Never to accept any commendation and nothing from any man. Amen. But to hear what God says I am. Hallelujah. I know that it may sound encouragement to some people when people said it, but they, don't, they are not God. They are not God. They don't see far. Do you know that we can really check and say, this sister is doing well, Oh, Please, may I announce, take this opportunity, you never hear me say anything. It's not because I am too rough. But I want you to seek after the commendation of God. And that will only come in the secret place. Amen. Let's switch to. I have two minutes. So today, Reverend, not saved the time for me, but I think the word of the Lord. Ah, uh, I finish. Let me say something about who we are. Romans chapter two. Romans chapter two, verse twenty-eight and twenty-nine. And Lady Pastor will read that for us and listen to what it says. Romans 2, 20, 29. Romans 2,
1: 28 and 29. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, mm. nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. Mm. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. Ah. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter whose praise is not from men, but oh, from God. God. Amen.
0: My Christianity should not be from outward. But of course, from the outward, you perform righteously outside. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. My Christianity, when, when the Bible talks about the Jew, we are, we, we, me, I'm a Jew. I'm not, I don't hold their passport. That's not the kind of Jew I'm talking about. When you read a bit about them, about the Jew, they even like boozing and dancing properly. It's not them. But be of a Jew of the heart. Time will not allow us. Shall we bow down our head? How does God see me? If there is something that God was gracious to you in the hearing of the word of the Lord, pointing it out to you that you want to tell him, I think it will be good to tell him before we come to the table of the Lord. Yes, try me, Lord. And search me, Lord. And know my heart today. The Lord Jesus is calling on somebody today. The Lord Jesus is concerned about every individual here. Please, you are coming to the table of the Lord and the Bible says that as offering as you come to this table of the Lord, you do it in remembrance of the Lord. And I, may I tell you that I, I don't know and who am I? The Lord may be calling somebody. Maybe you are here. Your walk with God is not good. You know it. You are even a Christian. That is it's not. It's not alright. You can see it's clear. You say Lord. I want to be closer to you. I want you to forgive me. We want to pray a prayer together. But I want you to accept the responsibility of saying that, Lord, I heard you and I have received it. I want to come to you now. If there is anybody like this, say, Pastor, I want to take a step closer to Jesus and to be found in him as one of his own. As we have all bowed our heads, you lift up your hand and we will pray together. God bless you, sister. It's not a matter of just waiting for somebody to lift his hands first. You lift up your hands, that I can see you. You say, I want to be so close to you, Lord. No gaps anymore. May I see your hand wherever you are sitting. Lift it up high, so I can see. God bless you. Yes, is there someone else? God bless you over there as well. Please lift it high up and don't be afraid at all. In fact, the best thing to do is to stand and put your hand down. Just stand wherever you are. Just stand wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Gentlemen over there, we lifted the sister over there. Please help her to get up. Because it's a good time to make a decision. Don't be afraid for oh, the other one. Don't be afraid at all. Lift up your hand. You lifted your hands. You should just... God bless you, brother. And since there are Christians who have been here for so long a time, well, the thing is that you are asking God to help you. Those of you standing, would you come to me in the front here, please? Wherever you are, just come to me quickly. I just want to know how you see me, Lord. I just want to know how you see me. we are waiting for you. Gentlemen, Coming, we are waiting for you. God richly bless you. See, this calling is not a, a joke. It's a very serious matter. As some of us, God has spoken to us, but we still feel that, no, why shall I rise? You may even be a member of this church. It doesn't matter. A personal relationship with the Lord. Waiting for you, young lady. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You may be in a ministry. God is not going to judge you based on your ministry output. Come closer. Come closer, my sister. getting ready for the table of the Lord. I beg you, don't take it for granted. Ask the Lord to purify everything and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness and to show you mercy. We remember the prayer that was prayed by Paul for the brother Onesiphorus when he said that the the Lord may show you mercy. This afternoon we are coming not because we feel in our own selves that we are up to it, but just that God may show us mercy. Lord, let the table of yours be a blessing to us. Last Friday night we asked, And even this morning, we continue in asking that you will cleanse us, qualify us by the blood, so that in coming to your table, we will receive a blessing from you. We bless you, Father, for hearing us. In the name of Jesus. Amen.